Hello and welcome to the podcast on Broadwater Parish in Worthing, a thriving Anglican church based in the parish of Broadwater, West Sussex in Worthing. We are one church across three sites and Christians have worshipped for over a thousand years at our church at St Mary's. This podcast features sermons from our services and interviews and other episodes and you can find out more by going to broadwaterparish.org.uk. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy this most recent episode of the podcast. The reading is taken from Psalm 139 verses 1 to 18 and 23 to 24. It can be found on page 628 on the Church Bibles. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night night around me, Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How fast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. And then reading verses 23. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. This is the word of the Lord. And it's very easy to come to this psalm piecemeal, noticing the bit or the bits which particularly fit whatever situation we're in at the time. And we may appear to be guilty in doing that ourselves with the obvious connection of the baby in the womb and all that kind of thing, uh, which strikes a chord with Acorn's work. But you know, we often fail to see the big picture in this psalm. So what is the big picture? Well, firstly, God knows Right at the beginning, David expresses his assurance that God knows everything about him. He watches him go about his day and come home again. He sees him as he takes rest. He knows what he's about to to say. Verse 2. You know me. 
You know when I sit and when I rise, before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely. The message puts it this way, I'm an open book to you. Now suppose David wants, or we want, to run away from God, to be out of his searching gaze. Well, that's not going to work. If he takes the wings of the morning, verse 9, if he runs off somewhere he thinks is secret, he's never out of God's sight. Or maybe he'll hide in a dark place, verse 11, either literally or in the depths of his own darkened heart. No, God sees. Do you remember Adam and Eve? You remember what they did? They wanted to hide and they ran off into the bushes. They thought they could hide from God behind a tree. Are they mad? Did you notice in that song we sang, God's goodness is running after us. You try hiding behind a tree, God's goodness will come running after you. God knows everything that happens to us is known to our creator. The whole of our life is in his sight. Every thought in our hearts is known to him. An earlier translation put it this way, you understand my thoughts from afar. I don't know about you, but I don't always understand my own thoughts. It's a relief to know that he does. He knows, God knows. That's the first part of this big picture. But the second part is this, God cares. It could be scary to know that God never takes his eyes off us. But even there in the Adam and Eve story, God cared enough for them to put them out of harm's way. You know, when he put the cherubim across the gate, that wasn't, you can't come in here. That was to protect them from taking of the tree of life and ending up living immortally in a state of darkness. It was protective. And God told Adam and Eve that a savior would come. You probably heard it in the carol service this year. And you see, David here in verse 5, well, the message puts it this way. Your reassuring presence coming and going. This is too much, too wonderful. And sometimes when we've had a really bad or difficult experience or when we've made a decision that we come to regret, we want to hide, to keep that part of our life secret, unspoken of hoping it will go away. David says, how precious to me are your thoughts, God. God's thoughts about him are amazing. He knows in his heart, David knows that nothing he has thought or done, even though seen and known by God, can separate him from the compassion and the knowledge of his God. St. Paul said it too in Romans, didn't he? I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither height nor depth, uh, left a bit out, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, not anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing I can do, And nothing that can happen to me can separate me from the love of God. And in verse 18, David goes to sleep and he wakes. When I awake, I'm still with you. It's like he wakes up and goes, oh, you're still here. God is not like 
a fraught mum with a difficult toddler, crashing out for a nap as soon as the toddler finally collapses into sleep. God is always listening, always loving, always present. And so the knowing and the caring of God cover the entire of David's life. And this is what most of this psalm is about. Read it again when you get home. God is with him. And you perhaps know enough of David's story to realize that he might often have thought that God wouldn't care about him anymore. Remember, he was an adulterer of the worst kind. He was a murderer and got someone in to join in in that murder. But God was still with him. God knew and he cared. And God's plans were ready to spring into action. And God's plans are always ready to spring into action in our lives God has always cared for David from the womb where he was fearfully and wonderfully made onwards as a child, as a teenager, as an adult. God knows. God cares. But there's something else about this psalm, and it's this. God knows and God cares, but God also creates This psalm tells us that it's God's creating us in the womb, right back at the beginning, right back to the beginning of time. Well, not quite Adam and Eve. They didn't appear that way. It is wonderful, says David. He created my inmost being. He knit me together in my mother's womb. His eyes saw my unformed body. This psalm also shows us, though, that God recreates us as our life continues. And I don't know about you, but I find I need an awful lot of recreating as the days passed. He is our closest companion, guiding our way, hanging in there with us, whatever happens in our lives and whatever we do. Paul puts it this way, if anyone is in Christ... They are a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. But what of a baby lost? What about God's plans for them? Cut short in early life or even in the womb. Does that mean that God's plans for them didn't work? No. No. He still had them and has them in his hands. We sang that song about the whole world, didn't didn't we? And it reminded me of that other song. He has the tiny little baby in his hands. But what of a grieving mother or grieving parents? Yes, God sees and knows the unborn child with all his or her potential. He sees the future of the child too, but he sees also the hopes and the fears of the parents, and he is ready to recreate the one who suffers loss. And that's what a lot of our work in ACORN is about, helping to bring about that recreation. We don't talk God. If we did, we wouldn't get into the schools and we wouldn't get referrals from doctors and all the rest, time to talk and everyone. But this is at our heart. 
that God is ready to recreate, never pressurizing, always loving, full of precious thoughts concerning us, always walking with us. Bringing hope where hope has been lost is a huge part of the ministry of any church and a huge part of what ACORN does too. And in our churches, we hold the gift of healing, not just as a gift of the Spirit, but as part of our everyday life. Meeting together in worship is healing. Being community is healing. The communion is a healing sacrament when we, we gain support and strength from thinking of the wounds of Christ. Whatever our pain, the constant presence and precious thoughts of our God are with us. The God who searches our sorrows, who knows our thoughts and is full of compassion. This God is our God forever and ever. We are chosen and loved by God. He knows us. He cares for us. He created us and he will recreate us from the clay of pain. And we sang, I was lost, but he brought me in. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. I am chosen, not forsaken. You are for me, not against me. There need be no fear. Whatever has occurred in our lives, God is big enough and loving enough, creative enough to cover everything that makes us sad or afraid. And so it's always safe to say to him with David, search me, God, know my heart, test me and know my anxious thoughts. And you know, that final verse can be translated, see if there is any way of pain in me. Is there a way of pain within you today? Before we pray, let me just say that as well as giving you the resources you may need for your friends or your family or yourself, we do also have other needs, as Patrick has said. We want more counsellors so we can support more clients. We want more schools teams people so we can do more schools. Uh, we need funding, but we need prayer. And if you can help in any of those areas, please talk to us at the display area and collect some leaflets to give to people, to your friends or keep for yourself. Um, and people who are part of a prayer team might like to come and get some. Let's pray. Is there a way of pain within you today? Let's bring it to our Father. Heavenly Father, you who know us and care for us, you who have created us and constantly are in the business of recreating us, Heavenly Father, some of us here are hurting today. Some of us have sorrow, sadness, or regret about events in our lives. I am a child of God. I am who you say I am. Some of us are hurting as we watch those who we love struggling. Lord Jesus Christ, who came and took all our pain upon yourself. Heavenly Father, who has created and loved us from the beginning. Holy Spirit, who fills us with God himself. Come to us in your grace today, we pray in the strong name of our Lord Jesus. Amen.